Hi there, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Complete Sports Media. I'm your host, Darren Campbell. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun as usual today. And today we've got our resident uh, mixed martial arts UFC expert, Scott Holborn, joining us. So can't wait for that. Uh, he'll be joining us momentarily. Well, there was big news over the weekend with a positive COVID-19 uh, test for Gilbert Burns and uh, he was uh, subsequently dropped from the main event of UFC 251 here in, in Abu Dhabi and uh, so we got a lot of concern that um, the main event would be completely scrapped but uh, it looks like yeah it looks like Scott's joining me right now and uh, we'll be able to break break down a lot of the uh, goings on hey Scott how are you Hey, Darren, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How was your weekend? Excellent. Sun shining. It's beautiful weather here in BC. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was uh, just telling our viewers and listeners that uh, there was a, a big turn of events with the COVID positive test from Gilbert Burns, and uh, everybody was kind of a little bit worried that that was it. Uh, the main event uh, was going to be scrapped, and they'd go down to just two title fights, but... Jorge Masvidal quickly stepped up, uh, negotiated a, a deal that he liked uh, with the UFC, and was able to make this fight work. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. How about you? I'm excited too. Um, Masvidal actually he cleared uh, the COVID test. He took his COVID test yesterday, and I read about eleven o'clock last night that they gave, gave him the results that he was officially cleared to go. So, Excellent. in theory, him and uh, Usman should have boarded that plane to Abu Dhabi this morning. So. It should be pretty exciting. I think, I think more people are, are – this is one of those situations I think the UFC will actually make more money with this fight than they would have with the, the previous one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the, the fight that's supposed to happen. It was, uh, it was originally the plan. Um, I guess the UFC uh, couldn't come to terms with Masvidal and his camp. Uh, Masvidal was a little angry because it was less money than he had – uh, taken for his last fight, which was the Nate Diaz fight. And uh, he's like, hey, I I'm stepping up. I'm facing a guy for the championship belt. Uh, I should be paid more. And uh, they disagreed, uh, brought Burns into the picture. And, uh, you know, Burns and Usman was going to be a really good fight. But I think the animosity with Masvidal and Usman adds to it. And uh, I think this is just going to be an amazing, amazing fight. So, yeah, it, it, it worked out in everybody's favor, I think. Except for Burns, well, I guess. I guess so, yeah. I mean, hopefully Burns uh, comes through it okay. Um, the rest of the fighters who have who've had COVID in the past have all come through, like Jacare and everybody else. But, uh, yeah, there's there's going to be some bad blood there. I mean, you know, Usman's from the, you know, the guys from the former Black Zillions and, and Mazadal with the American top team. And those guys in South Florida don't like each other too much. So this, this, this should be pretty fun. I'm really excited. Yeah. No, it's amazing that it came together. Uh, six days uh, to spare. And uh, we, yeah, we got what we really wanted. Uh, you and I had talked about, you know, Burns uh, getting that opportunity and being the, you know, the rightful, um, you know, the rightful uh, guy to get the, the, the opportunity. But uh, I think, you know, this ended up working out better because there's going to be a war of words. Uh, Masvidal's talked about baptizing guys and, you know, he's been on an amazing tear knocking out, you know, some amazing guys. Uh, definitely Ben Askren, the fastest knockout in history was just epics, you know, brought into another stratosphere and then winning that <laughs> BMF belt uh, 
with you know against Nate Diaz. Uh, you know that really has soared his popularity. And uh, yeah, I think there's going to be more. Don't forget that. Don't forget the knockout of Darren Tills. That was nasty, and that was a that was a that that that's when Masvidal really really showed that he's a powerful guy because Darren Till is is a big guy, and Tills has since moved up to um, to one eighty five, and he looks big even for one eighty five. So so Masvidal is not afraid to to, to get dirty and knock out knock out guys. But uh, that's what I'm worried about. What's his training been like up to this point? Has he been has he been active? I mean, I don't know if American Top Team's even been open. I don't know if you read it, but even the uh, if you look at the co-main event, Max Holloway said he's been he hasn't sparred at all. He's been training on Zoom. So, I mean, I've seen a few interviews with with Masvidal, and he's been at the gym uh, recently because uh, they interviewed him after Colby Covington left uh, American Top Team. So, I don't know. I mean, if he's in shape, uh, Usman's uh, you know, Usman's guy stay calm. He can't he can't let uh, let uh, Masvidal lure him into a brawl because then. That's Masvidal's game, so I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting, and uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I I feel a little sorry for Usman. Uh, you know, when you're training for a guy like Gilbert Burns, who's a completely different fighter from Masvidal, it's got to be challenging. You know, you spend months in, in a camp uh, preparing for a guy, and all of a sudden, you know, the in the past week, you actually usually ramp down your training going into fight week so you don't get injured you don't uh you know burn yourself out um you know now suddenly wow a whole completely different opponent uh do you think he's able to switch gears uh, enough to be able to you know do the dominating performances he usually has i i do i think that since that uh even since the ben Askren fight i think usman's had his eye on masvidal expecting masvidal i think Burns would was a more of a surprise for him with that initial, you know, re- release of the fight the, the fight card. I think he was probably he's been expecting Masvidal for a while now. I mean, Burns looked good. You know, he was he was amazing versus Tyron Woodley, and I, like I said, I thought he was the guy who rightfully deserved this shot. I mean, Masvidal, you know, he's an awesome fighter, but you know. He, the last fight was a guy who's arguably a 155 pound lightweight, you know, with, with Diaz. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Usman has had Masvidal in the back of his mind. I think after this fight with Burns, he was, he would have known all eyes on Masvidal. So, you know, uh, Usman is such a good fighter and such a well-rounded fighter. And he, he's a guy who's so calm. He can, he can control the pacing so well. So, I don't know. I'm curious to see what Masvidal is going to try to do to lure Usman into his game. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think he has the tools to to pull off the win? Uh, I think Usman's going to be the favorite, but uh, do you think Masvidal uh, can can do it? Do you think he has the tools? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Masvidal. I mean, what I I didn't I forgot to to look at his post, but I know he made a post saying that uh, he's had the most amount of fights in the I think in MMA history before getting a title match. So he's got the experience. He's been everywhere. He's, he's seen everyone. And uh, yeah, I mean, Usman, it's just whether or not Usman can stay calm and, and not get lured into something. I mean, he was, he did well against Covington and you saw he was able to finish him in the fifth, I think it was, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Masvidal is a different animal. I mean, Masvidal is going to bite down his mouthpiece and, and go at him. So 
you know, Usman's got a storm coming. I don't know. I don't know how, how Masvidal would be late in later rounds, though. You know, I, I don't know when his last five-round fight was. I think Ben Henderson was probably his last five-round fight. Yeah, I think it is going back pretty far, yeah. Yeah, well, um, Usman, you know, he has that wrestling background, uh, which has, has really, really helped him, you know, rise up the ranks. Uh, he it didn't help good. Askren. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? that's very true. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know, Masvidal is uh, – the way he knocked out Darren Till, too, I just he's, – he's so fast and he's just so – he doesn't. He doesn't waste any shots. He's kind of like the way Poirier was in his last fight. He doesn't. He's got. He lands everything he throws. Yeah. And he's hard to hit. Cause he's fast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've really liked uh, Jorge Masvidal for a really long time. He spent so many years outside of the UFC, rising up through the ranks. Uh, he fought in Florida. Uh, he started in the the these backyard brawls. You can see some really amazing footage on YouTube and. Yeah, um, you know, Kimbo Slice uh, put together a lot of these backyard brawls back in the day, and uh, Masvidal was just tough as nails. He would just go in there, bare knuckles, and uh, and fight guys until you know somebody said no more. And uh, you know, he was able to you know finally get in the gym and you know hone his craft and you know be- become a lot better. Uh, he he was criticized for a lot of decisions in his career uh, up until the last couple of years. He was losing a lot of decisions. He was going to decisions and not knocking guys out. He took a little hiatus and went on a reality show and, and said that that really changed his outlook and changed his life. And he came back and he's had those spectacular knockouts with Till and Askren and yeah. And, you know, good performances after good performance. And, you know, it's been really, really impressive. Uh, you know, definitely watch some of Jorge Masvidal's uh, story, his uh, life story and some of the, you know, um, videos that you can find uh, on his street fighting and, and, you know, making it into the upper echelons of the sport. Uh, really, really interesting guy who went through a tough, tough time in his life. Um, yeah. And, but you know, it's great to see him finally getting a shot at 35 years old and uh, yeah, I, I hope he can you know show well and, and, you know, it'd be amazing if he won. It would be, you know, one of the most spectacular uh, things in history, I think. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I, Usman, Usman's got to be careful. I mean, like, like, Mas, Mas, like I said, Masvidal's record. I mean, I'm just bringing it up here. He's got 48 fight, 48 professional fights. I mean, he, like I said, he's fought everybody. And uh, his last two losses were Stephen Thompson and Damian Maya. And Damian Maya was a split decision. His loss to Ben Henderson was a split decision. So I think he's learned a lot from that. He's just he's not going to put it in the judge's hands. So. He he's got he's gonna come in with that kill or be killed uh, uh, mindset and just whether or not Usman can uh, can withstand the the barrage and the speed and uh, I mean Usman's a smart fighter though but just whether or not the, this is where experience could come come into play big time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, funny. You mentioned Max Holloway. I saw an interview with him saying, "Yeah, no training at all, just all doing it on Zoom and." Uh, you know, uh, I saw Volkanovski talking, and he's uh, confident as anything about uh, being able to solidify that, you know, victory that he had against him uh, back in December. And, oh, you know, here they go again. Uh, you know, I don't know if Holloway's not, not sparring, not training is going to work for him. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, uh, Volkanovski has come out and outright said he doesn't believe it, that uh, Holloway hasn't been training. But um, 
I'm a little bit concerned about Max. I mean, he's come out and said uh, he hasn't been training. He's only been training on Zoom. Then he came out and said that he didn't even ask for this fight. It was Volkanovski who asked for this fight. So that doesn't sound like a guy is going in there to, you know, it doesn't sound like a guy was going there making and win if he's already kind of making sort of excuses about it before it's even happened. So I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it, but uh, I mean, I've, I've, you and I've talked about this before. I've got Volkanovski. I mean, I've thought Volkanovski was a, one of the most underrated guys when you look at some of his older fights, but um, yeah, I, I Holloway's going to have a tough time. Especially if he hasn't been training, he'll, he's going to have a really tough time, you know, controlling Volkanovski's speed, controlling the, those leg kicks. Um, I mean, Holloway is one of the best, one of the best in the business, but uh, he just doesn't, I don't, I don't know where his mind's at right now. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, that didn't look like he had the killer instinct and he got more notoriety for his COVID hair than, you know, he's got for anything else recently. And, yeah, it's uh, it's too bad because you know you've seen the fire in his eyes before, and he's come out and you know impressed in so many amazing victories. And yeah, I don't know, maybe uh, Volkanovski took a lot out of him. I know he just sort of went uh, silent, didn't go on social media, didn't do any interviews for you know a good four, five, six months, and uh, you know just not sure where his mind is at. But uh, I hope he can take it serious, and I hope he he can get ready. And you know, I, I love seeing rematches where a guy can turn it around and, uh, you know, maybe take the victory and then, you know, sets up a trilogy fight. Um, Volkanovski was, you know, was pretty damn dominant in that, that first matchup. So, you know, it'd be hard to see Max being able to turn the tables, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Max has impressed us on, you know, numerous occasions where we didn't think he would beat, you know, some of the other competition he's faced. And so, yeah, that's, it's going to uh, make for an interesting co-main event, though. Yeah, what do you think? And I'm, I'm worried about the cut, too, for, uh, for Holloway. I mean, I think he's a guy who's got to go to 155 at some point. Yeah. Uh, he's had trouble making that weight cut down to 145. He even had trouble making the weight cut trying to get down to, to fight Khabib for 155. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned for Holloway to be honest. And I love Max Holloway. I think he's a great fighter, and uh, you know, I don't want to see anything sort of tarnish uh, his impeccable reputation. But I mean, I mean, he's been doing so much during this time. He's been uh, since COVID started. He's been uh, opening up, uh, working for the food bank in Hawaii because Hawaii's been hit pretty hard because they're pretty isolated, right? So he's been doing a lot for his community, and uh, you know, I, I hope. Uh, I hope I don't know. I hope the old Max shows up, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit concerned. Yeah. Well, speaking I of mean, con- all oh, all three fights, but all three of those fights, so uh, you know, could go either way. You know, yeah. all three of those. I I last night uh, I rewatched uh, Aldo versus Moraes, and I think you're right. I think Aldo did win that fight. I had Moraes, you know, win winning one and three originally, and I think you're right. I think Jose Aldo may have won that fight. And I watched a few other Aldo fights and a few more Peter Yan's fights. And uh, I don't know if, uh, if, if old Aldo comes back with that, with that leg kick that he, you know, he used against Chad Mendez and, and Uriah Faber back in the day, uh, Peter Yan's going to have a tough time. I've got Peter Yan winning the fight, but Jose Aldo did look really good in that Mariah's fight. So, and he said he felt great at one, at one uh, fighting at one thirty-five. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's so back and forth. All three of these fights could go either way. It wouldn't shock me if, 
if uh if all the challengers won all the fights so yeah yeah i mean there's been a lot of championship fights where you know we we definitely uh picked the the champion and you know the, the challenger we didn't think had a chance and you know over the past few few years here there's been some massive up uh, upsets and all you know we're jumping out of our chairs oh my god i can't believe this <laughs> happened and so you know uh i definitely think they're you know some of these challenges have a real shot at it um that aldo fight yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure you know just because he did have such a good showing, uh, you know, did take the, the decision loss. But to me, yeah, I thought he won that fight. And, and I was really, really disappointed with the, the judge's decision. And I think, you know, maybe the UFC saw that as well and saw, thought, hey, well, you know, let's, let's give him a chance because they didn't agree with the decision either. And, and you know, his career, you know, look, look at, you know, his resume and, you know, how many amazing fights other than Conor McGregor knocking him out immediately. He just, he's looked so impressive in, you know, the majority of his fights. So he, did, he definitely really has a chance. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a tough time there with Holloway. Holloway was able to use his reach and uh, was able to fight long. Uh, Peter Yan's not going to be able to do that. I don't think. And Peter Yan's much more of a methodical, you know, moves forward on you and, and, and hunts you down kind of guy. And, and those leg kicks of Aldo, you know, that they, they might be the thing that can do it. Because that's the one, one problem Peter Yan had with the Uriah Faber were the, were the leg kicks. Okay. I mean, eventually he was able to knock him out, but that was the one thing that uh, he had a bit of trouble with. Or, sorry, not um, – uh, yeah, with uh, – was it with – I can't remember if it was either with Faber or with um, uh, the previous the previous fight. I've slipped my mind right now. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Rivera, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Rivera, excuse me. Oh, Jimmy Rivera, okay. Yeah, because right. he threw a lot of leg kicks and Peter Yan. Yan had, and that was slowing him down pretty good. So, and no one's better at leg kicks than Aldo. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. 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 Look at some of, you know, some of the amazing battles since he's had. And he had the title for many, many, many years at, at that weight class. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that this uh, main event didn't, uh, our main card, you know, didn't get upset with the COVID case. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, you're quite concerned about Max Holloway these days. And, um, you know, I think um, you and I have talked recently and we wanted to touch base a little bit on our concerns on the COVID situation uh, in sports. Um, UFC has had, you know, some of their fights impacted. Some of the fighters have tested positive, some of their corners. Uh, there have been, um, you know, situations there. Uh, a lot of these, these, these two guys from the main card are coming from main event are coming from Florida. Um, you know, guys are coming from all over the world, coming into this bubble in Abu Dhabi. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're going to be able to pull it off uh, in Abu Dhabi. But um, yeah, are you, you know, do you have concerns? Uh, there might be some more COVID happening um, as guys arrive and people arrive for these fights. Yeah, I mean, you know, the sporting world has been pretty interesting with this COVID thing. Um, I remember I wasn't too worried about COVID originally when they started talking about it coming over to North America. And then I think it was you actually that called me or texted me one night and said, the NBA just shut down. And, you know, for me, that was like, uh, you know, you know, when the, in the war times, when the, you hear the sirens going off, cause you know, the planes are coming to bomb you. That was kind of, to me, the NBA was kind of like that warning siren going off to the world that something was happening. Cause nothing, nothing really nothing was really shutting down or going to place until the NBA did that. So, you know, and then every, every sport followed suit. 
so it's funny like like as soon as you you sent me that text at the end there was things rudy gobert got tested positive and the nba shut down i i had this like sinking feeling in my stomach and then the nhl shut down and everything else since and i hadn't had that feeling i started to feel really good about it until burns tested positive and and uh that you know that really kind of shocked me again because you know he was a guy that was just who was just fighting just a few few short weeks ago and had been tested and had been quarantined and stuff so it's pretty scary um you know, I, the, the sporting world is really, a, it's been a, a real barometer with how this, this disease is going and UFC is trying to, trying to fight through it. Like, like we all are, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think Dana White was right when he said he's preparing for a second, a second shutdown, Wow. you know, at some point, but I don't know. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just look at it, look at everything. I mean, the NHL now is trying to, start up and have uh they're gonna open up training camp next week in july for their playoffs i mean everyone's trying to get it done but i don't know i think uh you know with austin matthews and all those other players all those tampa bay lightning players coming down with covid i think i think it's going to be hard really tough to have any other kind of sport other than maybe mixed martial arts go through with this and you're going to see a lot of guys training from home training on zoom that kind of thing you know, Jessica, I set up a, a, a training, a training gym in her, in her garage for her main event. I think, I think that's what you're going to start seeing for the, until we have a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, being in an individual sport, uh, like, well, you know, we, we've called it a team. Sport, it is a, it, it is a team know, sport too. Yeah, yeah. It is a team sport, but it has, you know, has individual elements obviously to it. Um, you know, it has been touched by COVID, but, um, yeah, I don't know how these team sports uh, are going to be able to pull it off. Um, you know, the NHL you mentioned, uh, they've decided that Edmonton and Toronto are the two hub cities they're going to use, uh, all the Eastern teams in Toronto and the Western teams in, in Edmonton. Um, you know, I was a little disappointed that uh, that's what they would choose. Um, other, you know, outside the U.S. is probably a very smart move, and it, and it shows their concern for the players' health. But, you know, Toronto's been hit pretty bad by uh, – COVID and, uh, you know, BC has, you know, some of the best, uh, you know, numbers COVID wise. So I thought it was a logical uh, reason to come here. Um, I don't know what the negotiations, why they broke down with Dr. Bon Henry and, you know, the, the uh, po political side of it. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that the NHL has decided to, you know, come to Canada and have those two hub cities. Uh, what were your thoughts when, when it was announced? You know, I, I was surprised. I, I thought, I mean, I, I, I didn't know if I, I'm surprised they're, they're leaving the, the U S to be honest. I thought it was going to be Vegas in the, in the, in the West for sure. And before this big breakout in Florida, I thought they're going to go to Florida, but um, you know, to Tampa up North, but um, obviously with that, you, you can't, you just can't now. So I don't know, Edmonton, Toronto, Toronto. Yeah. I, I, Toronto surprises me to be honest, you know, I would have thought, but where else in the East can you go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, th I mean, there's, you know, so many Eastern cities have just been hammered with COVID. And so, you know, I think, you know, logistically, I guess for travel purposes and trying to find a, a spot in the East, um, I, you know, Canada made sense. And I guess Toronto, you know, has all the hotels and restaurants and, you know, all the facilities that they need, I, I guess, you know, that was a huge main factor. Uh, one of the reasons why the NBA's 
decided to go into a bubble in Orlando because of those facilities. But uh, yesterday they got 11,000 new cases in Florida of COVID and they're up to over 200,000 cases since the pandemic hit. Um, you know, it's just, it's got to be scary for guys uh, thinking, wow, I got to go into a state that's just been hammered like this. Like, I don't want to even talk to anybody. I don't want to see anybody. You know, now I have to sweat with guys. Now I have to be on the court with them. Uh, you know, it, it's got to be a scary situation for guys with families. Yeah, I, I, I don't see a team sports making it. I, I just, I, I really don't. I mean, you know, because if you look at it like a hockey team, if, you're, if you get one guy on a team and he play, and he plays the game, you know, you're now talking about infecting 44 players, plus all the guys they have in the press box, plus all the you know staff, and then you know they've got to deal with everybody who's been at that arena, dealing with the guys in the arena because it's just one arena or one sort of hub now. I, I think they're going to have a, a tough time. I mean, they got, but they got to, they had to get him out of a place like Florida. Cause it's just, there's just too much going on there. I mean, Toronto, I, I mean, Canada's the only, I think, you know, is the only choice, I guess. I, I, like I said, I'm surprised. I thought Vegas they were going to use for sure. Cause then they kind of be able to kind of, you know, have a couple of casinos and a few block area that they could kind of, you know, hunker down and shut down with that but you know maybe vegas one i don't know i don't know how how open they are right now maybe they're planning on opening up more so i it's it's i don't i don't i don't see how they can do it to be honest with you and same with the nba down in orlando so you think they they, they might start up and then be able to and have to shut down just because it's not not working as do you think they'll even you know start or you think yeah oh yeah i think they'll start but that's, that was one of the issues they had. My understanding is one of the issues they had with Bonnie Henry was that if she, if there was a positive case, she wanted everything to shut down. And you know, I don't think the NHL wanted to agree to that. But I think if you get a, one case, the NHLPA is going to step in. Right. You know, the players' associations will step in on these sports. And that's one thing that the UFC doesn't have right now is a players' association or any kind of uh, fighters' union. So I think they've got a little more freedom to kind of do what they want and uh you know but um yeah i think i think it's gonna be really really tough time for this for the team sports in the, in the coming future you know maybe you'll see you know did you say golf was back up it is yeah, yeah. it's uh, they've been i think for a little over a month and uh, there have been uh, i think seven positive cases amongst players and then there have been some caddies that uh, got it so the golfer withdrew and uh, i think a couple family members so a guy withdrew just in case uh they've been golf's golf's a game that you can't have that social distancing luckily but um yeah they they've they've been trying to have tournaments they don't have any fans they were actually going to have fans coming back uh two weeks from now into dublin ohio and uh, they said they were going to have 20 percent capacity of fans that was going to be about eight thousand per day they were going to allow in there and they were going to have a lot of measures, no grandstands, one-way walkways and social distancing measures and everybody had to wear a mask and things like that. But they've decided, no, they can't even, they can't even do that. And there won't be fans in the stands at least until the end of July. So, um, you know, that's, that's another sport that's been trying. I heard the Japan uh, leagues, both in baseball and soccer are going to try to have 50% capacity of fans in the stands starting on Friday. So uh, that'll be an interesting test um, for the rest of the leagues around the world, see how, how they go. Um, I was really surprised by that news. That just came down yesterday. Yeah, um, 
it's hard to say. I mean, Japan was hit hard off the top, and now they're uh, they seem to seemingly have control over it. But things change so quickly. Yeah. You know, if I would have told you, you know, a month ago that Florida, where the UFC was was doing their events, will now be the epicenter for the disease in the United States, we never would have thought so. We never would have thought it. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, a, it's, hearing- the predictability is crazy. The unpredictability is crazy. It's just it's. I can't believe how contagious it is, and I can't believe you know how it can just suddenly just balloon like that. Uh, you know, we're here in, suddenly here in Florida, it's getting a few thousand cases, and then all of a sudden, ten thousand in a day, and eleven thousand in a day, and and they're up over two two hundred thousand now. Um, you know, I, I saw yesterday that um, I guess this maybe this was stats up until today: eleven and a half million cases worldwide, two hundred and twenty-five thousand yesterday worldwide. Uh, they've reached up to 535,000 deaths and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's becoming brutal. Um, some of the early predictions that people were making, uh, you know, saying, you know, this is going to affect millions of people in the U S I, I was, I was thinking, wow, there's no way it's going to, you know, end up being those type of numbers. And, you know, I'm wrong. Uh, it's, you know, it's still continuing and getting worse. And there was a comment yesterday from, um, a pitcher for the Washington Nationals, Sean Doolittle, and he said, you know, I'm really skeptical on us going back to this. This doesn't seem right. Do you think that, you know, sports is uh, coming back as kind of a reward for society, you know, doing all the right things and, and, you know, finally being able to see a light at the end of the tunnel? And he said it's worse. The, you know, in March when it was hit, there was, you know, quite a few thousand cases, but now it's it's even, you know, tripling quadrupling that and, and he's like why, why would we do this at this point it's it's way worse than it was in march when everything shut down so that was a good good fair comment and you know i i, I recommend uh, trying to find that online uh, it was really really some of the most poignant comments from an athlete saying about you know trying to get this back going yeah i mean i think this is all about you know keeping the economy going and and tv rights and stuff like that but i i it's it, it's mind-boggling when you when you think about this. Like, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm super excited that UFC is back, and that's that's really for you know selfish reasons. But uh, I, I teams uh, big team sports like this, I just I can't I can't see it working. I I just can't see it going. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, a week ago, they were revealing tests on uh, college football teams, and one team had 21 positive tests, another team had 16. Another team had, you know, close to 20. Uh, that was just getting together and doing some training and not even uh, playing the game. And, uh, you know, football is such a contact sport, basketball, hockey. You know, you're, you're up next to a guy the whole time. If he has it, you're going to get it. And you, like you say, one, one positive test and all of a sudden, you know, 44 people, hockey players are exposed to it. And, you know, NBA, you know, you're exposing dozens of guys. And, yeah, it's just – it's unfortunate. I just, uh, you know, I, for selfish reasons also will love sports back. Uh, you know, it's nice to be able to see the games and talk about it and break it down and, and you know, enjoy all the, the thrills of the athletic achievements. But, you know, we've, we've got to realize society's changed and, you know, there's so much, uh, you know, death and, you know, people getting really, really seriously ill from this disease. And, you know, if, if we have to, you know, sacrifice a season, sacrifice a little more then you know that's what we've got to do i think yeah i don't know i mean if if the athletes and the the leagues can somehow all get on board and and lead lead by some kind of an example i don't know i just 
you know, I mean, I've been impressed with what the UFC has been doing with, with the constant testing, the requiring of masks. They don't let, you know, even though everyone's been tested and they don't let the commentators go up to the fighters anymore and talk to them. So everyone's, they're maintaining all that. So they're trying to lead by an example. So in that respect, I, I like it. But when you got, you know, 22, 21, 22 guys aside all battling each other, it's just impossible to, to even give a semblance of that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I just can't see it working. I just can't see it going. I mean, yeah. the NHL tested 200 players a few weeks ago and 11, there was 11 positive cases. So. Yeah. Yeah. As of today, it's up to 35 positive cases in the NHL. So that's, you know, quite a high number, um, you know, um, way more than I think they were hoping for and expected. And, uh, you know, there was, I think another, you know, seven reported yesterday, but up to 35 and NBA's uh, into, you know, twenties and, you know, positive cases. NFL hasn't really done too much baseball. Uh, I, NBA had to shut down uh, seven facilities this, this past few days um, because there was too many positive cases. Uh, NFL hasn't done a, a huge amount, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's just, it's so, so, so contagious that, you know, it, it's so easily, to, you know, it's so easy to get and, and I don't know. Yeah. It's really hard to think that it, they can all pull it off. Uh, MLB has had a test case with the Blue Jays. They, uh, were up in Canada, most of them, some down in Florida training, but they, uh, decided on mask to go on um, mask to go two weeks ago to Fort Myers, Florida and uh, get into a bubble themselves so they could be in the U S and do that two week quarantine. They've had no positive cases at all. They've been able to really, really stay healthy. And, and uh, so MLB has been looking at what they've done, how they've been able to, you know, keep, keep themselves safe. And uh, maybe that um, blue Jays will be able to help MLB uh, keep everybody safe and keep the you know positive cases down. Yeah, baseball may have a fighting chance with that. I mean, the, I don't know how they can, you know, socially distance in the dugout, but um, yeah, I, it's part of me doesn't even know if it's if it's worth it for them to do it. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just I just can't, see, I just can't see it see it happening. I mean, other than like I said, other than the UFC that, um, you know is able to kind of do control their own destiny and other other than that i just i can't i just can't see the team sports making it yeah uh i'm i'm not a family man i don't have any kids or wife or anything so you know i i I don't have as much worry about bringing it home uh if i if i get a case uh you know I, i i do the social distancing i make sure you know i keep safe uh, but what, you know, your father, um, tell me, you know, what it's like to be a dad and thinking about getting into a situation, you know, you're going to have to be returning to your, your job very, very soon. Uh, you know, how, how concerning is it for you knowing that you could get into an environment where, you know, there's high likelihood of, of contracting it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of scary. Cause you know, as you know, I've got a, a kid who's, you know, health, whose health is already compromised. So it's really scary for me and, and when I think about it. So, and when this happened, I, I started, you know, almost like going into training and getting into good shape and trying to just stay healthy. And, you know, this way, if anything that happens, I can mitigate, you know, anything that 
that comes my way. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. Cause you know, you go out there and you know, you're trying to keep safe. Cause like I said, I have a, one of my daughters has immunocompromised. So it's, uh, it's tough because, you know, not, not everybody's on the same page. And that's, that's, that's the scary thing is that, you know, I mean, I, I go, I wear a mask when I go to the store and stuff like that. I don't care. You know, if it's, if it helps keep someone else safe, if I'm an asymptomatic carrier or something that keeps other people safe, I think, why not? And there's so many people that it's become such a political issue, you know, wearing masks or not wearing masks or, you know, supporting, you know, economy opening or not. It's just, it's, especially in the States, it's crazy. I mean, it shouldn't be a political issue. It should be a humanitarian issue. We should all be doing our part and then we'll all get through this quicker. Yeah. Yeah. I know financially uh, for the most part, you know, all this, uh, you know, the sports trying to have the seasons, it it is financial. Uh, You know, a lot of these professional athletes are already pretty financially well off and, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, the TV networks and the leagues and the Players Association, you know, it is coming down to a lot with money. You can't put a price on health. You can't put a price no. on, you know, that. I, I know that we're going to go through a recession. We're going to have a lot of financial troubles because, uh, you know, there have been almost every single industry in the world has been hit by this. But, um, you know, if we have to tighten our belts for a few years to overcome it, but, you know, keep the cases down and you know keep people safe and not as you know all these deaths are happening it's it's tragic it's horrible uh you know to to hear the stories of people that had a family member that they loved and cared for and you know a couple weeks later uh, after contracting it they're gone it's uh you know it's something that you know we should not be thinking about money money shouldn't be a factor in any of this yeah i agree and everybody's got to get on the on the same page everyone's got to be in it in it together and it's just i've never seen you know there's such a divide you maybe not so much up here in canada but you know even just globally there's just 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 too much of a divide so hopefully everyone can just get on the same page wear your mask be safe you know wash your hands you know do all those all those things and if we have to like you know hold off on on hockey for a few more months or you know until next season or something then Maybe that's what we should be doing because these players have families. These, you know, these players have people in their lives that are, you know, health or health is compromised. So, you know, we all we all have people in our lives that are like that. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, well said, Scott. Uh, you know, I'm glad we could, you know, break down this UFC coming up. But uh, you know, it's it's this is life. This is uh, you know something that none of us have ever really gone through and. You know, it's it's been very, very, it's a new world. It's been very hard to suddenly have to adjust your life. But, um, you know, sports is, is a way of uh, escaping. It's a way of, you know, bringing excitement and thrills into your life. And, you know, it's it's enriched my life. It's enriched your life. And we've been able to really, you know, have, have a lot of fulfillment from sports, being able to participate and watch. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that, you know, they, they want to bring it back. But, you know, it should be at you know, at the safety of everybody and, and thinking, you know, not numbers, not money, you know, it should be just, let's do it, you know, to, you know, try to get back to some sense of normalcy in our lives and, and uh, something to, to watch and, and cheer for, uh, you know, sports is very inspiring, spelled sports keeps you healthy. You know, you, you did an amazing list uh, when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, you just, you know, rattled off all the reasons why it's super beneficial to your life. And, and, uh, you know, I, I fully wholeheartedly agree, but, you know, maybe COVID, 
you know, just has changed that. And we've got to, you know, get, you know, get working out in, in home gyms like you are, like, you know, you've mentioned some of the fighters are, uh, you haven't been able to get back to your gym yet. Have you? No, I mean, it's open, you know, but like I said, I'm, 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 I'm taking it. I'm going back slowly just cause you know, I've got people in my life that, you know, uh, I'm worried about, you know, I don't want to, don't want to take any ex- extra chances. So yeah. So I'm just trying to run, work out at home, you know, you're looking fit. You're look. You're looking great. You, you've been keeping it up. Way to go! I'm glad you haven't given up on it. And good diet, good uh, physical fitness. Uh, you know, you're looking great. You're in fighting shape. Oh yeah, I mean my I, my stamina's good because I'm running a lot and stuff like that. So you know, I'm looking forward to getting back on the mat. But uh, I'm not going to rush it, like I said. And um, you know, like right now they're doing drills and stuff there. You know, social distancing and stuff like that. So I'm I'm going to wait wait a bit longer and just see how things play out. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know, this was a, another great hour that we put in. Uh, always a pleasure. You know, you, you, you bring so much great perspective to the world of sports, to mixed martial arts, UFC and, and beyond. Um, thanks for your time today. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll definitely touch base through the week and see you, see you next Monday. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Take for, care. thanks for having me. Welcome. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, yeah. Wow. Another hour flew by. And uh, yeah, um, today we touched on the, the sudden change in the UFC because of a COVID, uh, positive COVID test for Gilbert Burns. And it, uh, you know, did, did shock, shock me. And, uh, you know, a lot of these COVID tests do shock um, the world and, and people involved and people that are sitting back from afar, like us, uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert getting that positive test, uh, you know, shut down the NBA and then all the leagues followed suit, as Scott mentioned. It uh, was, um, you know, shock to the system. I think a lot of us really, did it, or, you know, follow sports and it has become a big part of our life. Uh, didn't take it as serious as we should have until that point. But, um, you know, it has shown that uh, super contagious, uh, terrible disease that uh, has ravages, ravaged our world and and made it, um, you know, very, very, uh, you know, it can be a, a scary uh, proposition of, you know, being in amongst people and, you know, getting sick and and uh, maybe bringing it back to your friends and family and them getting sick and it going further. So, I, um, yeah, I appreciate Scott's perspective as a um, as a fan of the sport, as a competitor, as a um, as a husband and a father. Uh, you know, really great um, that he's been able to shed some light on, on how it feels. And, you know, it is it is pretty scary to to think if you have a family member that it has a compromised health, bringing it back to them and, you know, something really bad happening. Uh, you know, it's got to be a, a burden that's really tough to handle. And, and a lot of these players are saying, you know, they're not sure. They're not really sure about going into these bubbles, going into these situations where, it can be, you know, they can contract the, the virus and, and bring it back to their young families. A lot of them are young guys that have really young, young kids. And, you know, I've seen some of them that have pregnant wives and, you know, a, a baby, you know, bringing it into the world doesn't have much of a chance if it gets a disease like that right off the bat. So, yeah, I, um, I'm concerned. Scott's concerned. We all uh, should be concerned. And, uh, you know, we've been happy to have some events, uh, the PGA, the uh, 
you know, UFC, there's been some NASCAR and things like that. And overseas, there's been some games that have gone on. And, uh, you know, for the most part, it's been okay. But, um, yeah, you know, we, we got to be careful. We have to be vigilant. And hopefully they're incredibly safe and we can move forward. So uh, thanks again for your time. Appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we've been able to, yeah, bring a lot of great content. Um, some of these uh, have been uh, starting to get really widely viewed, and uh, I'm really happy. Uh, we're going to continue to um, bring you great content, talking about the world, uh, sporting world, and the world at large. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's see you again very soon. Scott's out here every Monday, so if you like uh, listening to him. Uh, tune in every Monday and we'll, we'll, we'll post our, our chats like this. So take care of yourselves. Uh, be love your friends, love your family and be, uh, you know, vi extra vigilant, uh, wear your mask, wash your hands and, and let's keep all safe. Love you lots. Take care. Bye for now.